Hi, welcome to Authentically ADHD with your host, me, Carmen, where we talk all things ADHD, the good, the bad, the ugly. I give you tips and tricks, and I love talking about it. I'm an early childhood special education teacher. I am a certified life coach, and I'm a fellow ADHDer. We have a lot of topics that we can overshare and talk about. So let's get started. Hi, friend, and welcome back to the podcast, Authentically ADHD, with me, Carmen, your host. So today's episode is four key things to get your shit done. Because our ADHD brains are so go, 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 and they suck up that dopamine so fast, they should be refueled regularly. And the ways that you fuel it are ways that you can either use your ADHD against yourself or use it to your advantage. These four things are to sleep well, eat well, and move your body and simplify. I know, I know, I know. You're thinking that this is really common sense stuff, but if it was, let me ask you, if this was common sense, we would all be sleeping great, we'd all have six-pack abs, we would all be happy and healthy and able to be productive all the time, and we wouldn't have ADHD. This also isn't common sense to the ADHD brain, because there really isn't any common sense, because our brain likes to do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. We will eat crappy, so we will feel crappy. So then we won't get great sleep because we decided to binge a show instead of exercising, and now you're not ready for work the next day because you haven't simplified any of those parts of your life. So I urge you to keep listening because this topic is something that we need to to be reminded of frequently. Are you ready? Let's get started. So like I said, number one is sleep well. Now, don't go all perfectionistic on me saying you'll sleep eight to nine hours every single night because you will fail and then give up. See my episode on self-sabotage. In order to follow these four rules of life, you must be willing to fail. Or you need to change the wording of your goal to make it easier to meet. That's where simplifying comes in. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So how do we make sure to sleep well, you ask? First, simplify the routine you have before going to bed. Make sure your sleeping environment is already set up for optimal sleep. Usually a cool and quiet environment, but we are all different. Physical activity is another way to sleep easier. I can tell you from experience what makes sleep come easier as I have been struggling with insomnia since I was a kid. So here are some Carmen tips to sleep better at night. One, move your body during the day. When I don't, sleep is hard to get. When I do fall asleep, it's a restless sleep, so I'm not getting quality rest. Two, get your thoughts out of your brain. Ever try to lay down and rest and you can't stop like going over your to-do list in your head? 
or thoughts are just swirling around in your brain, get those thoughts out of your brain, please. I do a daily evening reflection of my day and a brain dump to get all my thoughts down on paper and out of my head so I don't have to worry or keep myself awake anymore with all of the thoughts and to-dos. Number three, schedule restful activities throughout your day. This helped me hugely with bedtime procrastination. That whole one more show or just five more minutes scrolling, etc. because you didn't feel like you got enough of that during the day. Once I schedule leisure activities into my day, like yes, I scheduled time for scrolling into my schedule, it made that bedtime procrastination go away because I got all of my fixes. Number four, really monitor your caffeine intake. I have come all the way down to I don't drink any caffeine past 11 o'clock in the morning. It stays in your system for like a really long time, so much longer than we would ever think. A recent study I found said that it can stay in your system for six to eight hours after you drink it. And caffeine is tricky. I know people who say I can drink coffee and then go straight to bed. This isn't a problem for me, so this isn't actually true. But what's true is that person is so exhausted that no matter how much caffeine that they drink, they can still sleep or, or quote-unquote pass out because it's not restful or restorative. The brain is still activated as you're trying to sleep. So those are some of my tips on how to sleep well in order to use your ADHD brain to its fullest capacity. The next one, number two, is eat well. Please don't turn the podcast off. I'm not trying to convince you to become a vegan or to go on some crash or weird diet, but rather to be mindful of what you put in your body. Think about food as fuel. If you continuously fuel it with ice cream and chips and crap, you're going to feel like crap. You're not going to be able to think straight and you're not going to be able to perform at your best. The connection of the brain and gut health is strong, and new research says it's one of the major connections within the body. So eat more protein, get some vitamin D, drink your water, and eat veggies as much as you can. Now, notice I did not say that you can never have fast food, sugary snacks, or your favorite adult beverage. Hell, I love to sit on my deck with a crown and Sprite relaxing during a sunset, but making a habit out of that would not be good. See, because ADHD brains have little to no skill when it comes to moderation, it basically doesn't exist in our brains. So if you know you can't just eat one or two, I would steer clear. This is what I did, or what I do, to try to keep healthy. Yes, I allow myself treats. Yes, I allow myself to order out when I want to. But I drink a protein slash superfood shake every day, and I find things that I like to eat, like sweet potato fries, veggie tots by Green Giant, um, those dino chicken nuggets. Like, yes, I know this sounds like a child's meal, but it's like my staple meal because it's easy, hashtag ADHD, contains the protein, iron, DHA, healthy fats, and it tastes good. All ADHD beneficial. So find what works for you. 
I put a scoop of ice cream into my shakes and this way I'm practicing moderation and staving off the temptation to later eat an ice cream cone and continue to eat out of the ice cream container because I have no moderation when it comes to ice cream. <laughs> ADHD brains, oh, our, our lovely ADHD brains, they, they tend to think in the all or nothing, aka black and white thinking or mindset. Um, for example, I have to do it all perfectly or I can't do it at all. It's one of our cognitive distortions. And as I looked it up, I don't have an episode on cognitive distortions. So I will have one coming out soon on that topic. So when we are making these changes, remember to be kind to yourself in the process. Remember that success does not come from perfection. It comes from persistence from falling down, getting back up, and the persistence to fall back down and get back up again. And I purposely explained this to you before I talked about number three, moving your body. Why? Because I know you are expecting me to say, go to the gym for an hour a day, lift weights and do cardio and so on and so forth. I'm here to tell you that moving your body does not mean that you need to develop some in-depth exercise routine. I mean, unless you want to, do what works for you. But what I'm talking about more so incorporates taking frequent dopamine breaks, such as getting up from whatever you're doing and going outside and walking around your house, or getting up and doing a few squats or a couple jumping jacks during the commercials of your shows. Um, It's like literally just two minutes of moving helps our focus, regulation, motivation, and mood. And it's seriously one of the best non-pharmaceutical treatments to ADHD. It's, it's actually really, really interesting to me because I was treating my ADHD by running and I didn't even know it. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. <clears throat> so last but certainly not least simplify literally simplify everything in your life create systems how first focus on what it is that you're wanting to get out of the system for example i like to run in the morning to create focus motivation and creativity for the day so i take one step out of that morning workout by putting my workout clothes on when i go to bed that way, when I get up, one of the steps is already, I'm already in my workout clothes. All I have to do is put on my gym shoes and start. And once us ADHDers start something, yeah, then we're into it and it's kind of hard for us to stop. Hi, friend. Really quick, I would just love to ask you to scroll up on your podcast app and click the rating button and give me a rating. This way, other people, they they can find this podcast in order to help them the way that it's helped you. If you don't know how to do that or you don't have the executive function to do that, just snap a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story and share it with a friend. Share it with anyone who you think would benefit because this helps me to help you help as many people who struggle with ADHD as possible. Thank you so much in advance. You're awesome.
Simplifying literally just means to take all of the unnecessarily bullshit we tend to do as ADHDers. The more you can set up the night before, the more likely you will complete the tasks the next morning because it's very simple to access. We don't like things with a lot of steps, so the more steps you can eliminate, the easier the goal is to reach. My biggest advice when it comes to simplifying is to try living a more minimalistic lifestyle. Look around, pick up anything you haven't used, worn, etc. in longer than two months, put it in a box, and give it away. If you're too scared to do that, put it away somewhere, leave it there for six months, and if you haven't thought about anything in the box, give it away. <laughs> we tend to keep so much stuff we think we need when we really don't, usually because it has some kind of emotional attachment or something of that sort, or we think we might just use it in 10 years. Buy a new one when you want to use it. I've gotten rid of half my clothes, paperwork, and other clutter, and let me tell you, the benefits have significantly improved my ADHD symptoms. No wonder there are actually studies on this that when we're working in a cluttered environment, our brain tends to be cluttered too. Simplify your routines. Make them as basic as you can. Use habit stacking to build the new routines into your schedule with one habit at a time. We have a hard enough time starting one habit, so when your sneaky brain offers up the thought that you could do more, thank it, but let that thought kind of pass on by. I invite you to ignore that thought <laughs> because I've learned time and time again that trying to do too much too fast leads me right down a path of self-sabotage. So it is time for a recap, friends. I think I talked really fast in this episode. So sorry. Actually, not sorry. Hashtag ADHD. <laughs> time for a recap. ADHDers have a hard time functioning in clutter. We have less dopamine and brains that are wired differently. The four key things that you can do to super supercharge your ADHD brain are to sleep well, eat well, move your body, and simplify. Even if you start with just one of them, and if you do it for long enough, two to three weeks, you'll notice the positive effects that happens. Once your brain makes the connection between that amazing feeling with the action that you're implementing, it will be cake to continue the habit because it will crave more and more. So you'll be able to do these things almost without thinking. I got a lot of these ideas from this book that Peter Shankman wrote called Faster Than Normal. I'll link that in the show notes. I hope that this episode was super useful and I'd love to hear from you. Follow me on the socials, links in the show notes, and tell me all the things. Stay authentic, my friends. We'll talk soon.